Well, that was Jerry Louis Lewis. His 1957 and now it's winning acclaim for its food, as Chris explains to Graham Kemlo. Well, Kristen Henning is on the line from uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, and she's calling about another M, a famous M location in the United States. That's Memphis, which, of course, is in uh, Tennessee. Not far from you, Chris. How, how long is it from you to go to Memphis? It's a drive, isn't it? Well, it's quite a ways. It's at the only thing we really have in common is the Mississippi River, but it's a two-hour flight. Oh, it's a two-hour flight, so it's going to be a yeah. you know more than eight-hour drive. <laughs> yeah. So a yep. two-day drive, possibly. Yeah, I would make it in two days. Yes. But I, I well, you and I have talked before about Memphis because you have a particular uh, uh, fascination with the with the city and just tell me what it's famous for apart from, apart from Elvis himself it's broader than that now isn't it it's it's so much broader than Elvis and I'm so glad to talk about it right now because of two reasons one is that Nashville, Tennessee which is much um, more well known as a visitor center is really dealing with a lot of over tourism um you know a lot of the the bridal shower pedal pubs going down the street and so forth yeah. um and memphis to me is much more accessible from the music standpoint it's the it's the birthplace of soul and blue you know blues and and rock so it is uh Beyond Elvis, it's really known for other characters like Jerry Lee Lewis, who just passed away this yeah, week. He did, yeah. Uh, and in the famous Sun Studio that recorded a lot of the early uh, blues and into rock sort of genre. The other artists from Memphis are B.B. King, uh, Roy Orbison, Carl Perkins, Johnny Cash recorded there. So it's... It's, it's really exciting to be there. And it's also because of Martin Luther King Jr.'s uh, presence there where he was assassinated. A, one of the, the best civil rights museums, the National Civil Rights Museum, is in Memphis. So I love to visit there both for music and for history and the civil rights history in particular. Mm. Now, we got a, uh, a press release sent to us, which I forwarded on to you because it's a bit easier for you to sort of deal with Memphis and for me to do it across the sea. Uh, yeah. Which talked about Memphis's uh, culinary legacy, if that's the right word. And I know Elvis used to eat a lot, but um, you can't sort of eat your <laughs> way around Memphis like Elvis, can you? Well, it is, you know, first and foremost, I think the reason we got this press release, which was really fun to read, and they were very good about giving information about flights from Australia, I noticed too. Mm -hmm. But the reason that um, it's fun to eat in, in Memphis is that it's got the old classic barbecue, and every city that is famous for barbecue swears that theirs is better you know there's difference between memphis barbecue and nashville barbecue and kansas city barbecue um, memphis barbecue is 
excellent. And you'll find places where you can get the traditional, uh, you know, catfish and uh, ribs and gumbo with a side of uh, fried green tomatoes. So those are, are really popular traditional dishes there. But the press release was more about their new attention to cocktail bars. They're really upping their game in mixology and in tapas and other little bites to eat alongside some maybe more modern approach to cuisine and, and beverages. It's interesting because Melbourne, I, I read a report the other day and I haven't personally been to an American barbecue restaurant in Melbourne, but I gather that's another trend that's either uh, emerging or uh, maybe the wave's gone and I've missed it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we're more traditional European style. So this is not the barbecue that people are doing in their own backyards. This is where the kitchen is set up with charcoal grills. and Sometimes they're external to the restaurant, aren't they? Um, exactly, yeah. They love to do the outside. I mean, the, at best, it's an entire pig on a skewer. Yeah, great <laughs> uh, but it's definitely a lot of open ovens, outdoor ovens, and the, the ribs cooking for a long time, just fall off the bone, delicious, seasoned nicely, not dripping in any kind of sauce, which you can, of course, add later, but yeah. just wonderful roasted bar- on the barbecue kinds of meats. So do people go and eat in or do they get this barbecue to take out? Most of in Memphis, there's a they're eating in, and there are a couple places right on one place right on Beale Street, which is the it, it's not a huge area. It's maybe six blocks long of live music bars going pretty much all day into night. There's a place right there at the entrance to Beale Street called the Blues City Cafe, which is absolutely classic, no frills. You go in there and you're with everybody else in the world just wanting to tuck into a really good plate of food. And experience a sort of food that hasn't been uh, trizzed up too much. Right. And another place called Central Barbecue is famous because it's got a, a big mural on the wall of the whole area with the birthplace of musicians from the area. Because there's, you know, the, the birthplaces are really not Memphis. They're scattered about in these tiny towns and farms outside of Memphis and into Mississippi along the, the river and in the cotton growing areas where Robert Johnson and was born and, you know, the, the crossroads that he wrote about is actually in Mississippi, not far from Memphis. So there's just this embedded in the, in the restaurants, the history of the musicians, soul, blues, and, and rock. So oh. it's. What's the reason for Memphis being cited where it is? Was, was it the cotton production that was then? The Mississippi River. River. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And, um, you know, one thing that's really fun, if, if visitors have a chance to hire a car, the first time we went to Memphis, not this year, but the previous time, we drove from Nashville on an absolutely gorgeous, a limited access drive called the Natchez Trace. And we may have talked about that in a, another did. episode, but hmm. it's, it's so beautiful. And then after visiting Memphis, we continued into Mississippi 
and uh, really got to the birthplace of the blues. I think Memphis will say it's a little bit more of the soul aspect of music, but that's it's it's the Mississippi River that is responsible for its placement. Musically, it's the home of Sun Studio, which and Graceland, of course, Elvis's home, which can be visited and is surprisingly fascinating. You know, it's a a period piece. It's it's really fun to visit. Sun Studio is thrilling to visit because you're literally you can stand at the mic where Jerry Lee Lewis. Elvis, Johnny Cash, and Carl Perkins, the four of them together in one place recorded. It's just spectacular. And the Stax Museum is another favorite of ours with the Stax Museum of American Soul Music, which was a kind of a short-lived recording label. (laughs) They lost control of their music property, but that was inspired by Sam Phillips, Booker T and the MGs, Otis Redding, Sam and Dave were the musicians that came out of that. There were names that people would possibly recognize I certainly I certainly do but you'd have to be a baby boomer or a just a, a student of American early American music so um, in terms of accommodation and the other things that travelers like can you fly straight into Memphis yes you can and uh, United Airlines goes from Houston to Memphis I know there's a direct from Sydney to Houston so yep. Houston is a connecting point. Dallas is a connecting point. We are fortunate here in Minneapolis to have a direct flight, okay. um, but most most airlines will go through Houston or Dallas right. or Atlanta, I suppose. And what about the time a uh, time of year to visit? It's it can be mighty hot in the summer. I've not been there in the dead of winter, but but more in the spring and fall, and it's absolutely gorgeous. Right. Uh, people that we visited with. This spring, we were there in late spring, maybe April, May, and they they were in a drought, and they were just you know happy to to have moderate temperatures because the previous summer had been quite hot. Hmm. And is it a walking city? Yes and no. I think if you restrict yourself to walking, you're going to end up just being downtown and on Beale Street. And I like to add that Memphis has a lot more to offer. I ended up using. Uber there just to get out to a cemetery. I did a cemetery tour, which was fascinating. And I went to a really nice, surprising gallery and gardens, botanical gardens, that was definitely a drive away. Americans usually end up there on a road trip. So, But if you wanted to just sort of eat eat the street, you could do that and then maybe have a bit of a look further afield. Right. The first, our first visit, we were entirely on foot, entirely, and we were, you know, we were able to get to the main attractions very easily. Memphis Travel website is really good at outlining those things that are coming right up. It's memphistravel.com. Well, I think the fact that that newsy a, information. Uh, yeah, I think the fact that they've got a PR team operating here in Australia um, sort of says something about. Uh, their desire to have, um, you know, music lovers and maybe now uh, barbecue lovers go and yeah. uh, and pay a visit. So how long could you spend there, Chris? I would spend at least three days, um, two to three nights minimum. Okay. Uh, the last time I was there, I was there for five days and I 
the, as usual, the more time you spend, the more you want to see. Yeah. So uh, with with four days, or, I was still wanting to catch another couple of museums that I hadn't seen. Right. Okay. Well, I think that's uh, that sounds good. Are there any other particular I would like, elements you want to mention? Yeah, there's one um, really fascinating gallery that is right on Beale Street that I love. It's called the Withers Collection Museum and Gallery. It's the work of a photographer, Dr. Ernest Withers, who lived and shot photography there for decades. And he's um, oh, he has over a million uh, photographs in his archives, but it's documenting civil rights movement, which uh, is so pertinent to Memphis. And Memphis was such a center of that civil rights movement for us nationally. Yeah. Uh, he also shot a lot of music, sports, and lifestyle. And you go in there, uh, he has since passed away, but there's a, a great guy there named Joe Calhoun, who's just the manager of the gallery. Um, and he's a wealth of information, just a, a great guy to chat up and learn more about the history of Memphis, the photo exhibit in particular. We actually bought a photo of one of his music photos that we love so much. But this this manager said um, that he, without really, he's an older guy, without really knowing what viral meant, he, sa he said that a picture of him went viral because he was carrying, after the, in the Black Lives Matter mm -hmm protest, he was carrying a sign that said, I marched in 1968, and I'm marching in 2020. Oh. And okay. that went viral, um, referencing his, the previous civil rights marches in Memphis in 1968. Right. And then the, the one in your town. Yeah, all over the country after George Floyd, when the Black Lives Matter movement really um, came to fruition. Right. Oh, well, it's fascinating. I, I mean, America's got a, a truckload of these stories from, like, there's a song about almost every town. If you <laughs> That's right. drive across the US, you can sing your way there, I'm sure, and back. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, it's a reflection of the fact that people like to curate the history of their local, their local town, the local small town sometimes. Mm -hmm. so, uh, so it's great. Well, thanks for that. We've turned a pretty... Um, plain ordinary press release into something uh, there <laughs> well I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll underscore her recommendations for fried green tomatoes yep. and the best desserts are sweet potato pie and peach cobbler well it all sounds terribly high in carbohydrates <laughs> so I'm not sure yeah, it is I'm Reporter Kristen Henning was speaking with Graham Kemlo about Memphis. We have a photo to go with the story, and it's slow-smoked sow from Central Barbecue. What do you think about that slow-smoked sow, Rita? I'll give it a miss. <laughs> <laughs> anyway.